Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents 70's Friends of Frankenstein, episode 35. This is a minute-by-minute podcast covering 1973's Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80. Welcome back, everyone. And here we go. Uh, Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? What is going on? In Blackenstein, again, as always, we are watching the video release. And I think we start, what is it, 10 seconds in? And Frankenstein 80, I think we start 40 seconds in because of... um, or is, it, or is it longer than that? I forget. Um, I don't know. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on here. And uh, give me a moment. 30 seconds into Blackenstein. That's where we begin. I think it's 10 seconds into Frankenstein 80. I'll get back to you. But we, we begin at 30 seconds into the um, home video version of Blackenstein, which means if you're watching it on the Severin Blue, we are at 35.30 to 34.30 to 35.30 for this minute. And when we left it, they were doing the final experiment on Eddie, the final thing on Eddie, grafting the final leg or whatever, and Malcolm had switched some DNA or something or other around. So I'm expecting something to go wrong soon. But with the pacing of the home video version of Blackenstein, probably not this minute. Listen. I start talking about this, I will say that over in the theatrical, <clears throat> the Malcolm's uh, tinkering with the DNA or whatever the heck they, they give to, to Eddie um, is beginning to affect him. Uh, around this time, yeah, Eddie's sort of almost like in a cell, kind of, and Winifred is looking over him, taking care of him, and his body is beginning to alter. Um, more or less, that's where we are at this moment. So, so in the theatrical, Blackenstein is close to being let loosed in this one we get a lot of for the first 30 seconds we get a lot of faffing around a lot of the Kenneth Strick fans equipment the thing about the equipment is that it is really impressive when it's sort of used correctly like in Frankenstein or Young Frankenstein like a a wall of this huge sparking flashing the memory data register did you see that at one point there was a little readout that said memory data register data register with little flashing lights I thought what on earth could that be uh, (laughs) in aid of Memory data register. Okay, sure. Can we? Can I? You took a shot of it. Give. What does it mean? Um, or maybe it's something something huge in, in scientific equipment of the t- of the time. I can't. Like I can't imagine that that was part of the original. That was part of the Kenestrick fan equipment. So I can't imagine that being in like Frankenstein. You know the original Frankenstein. I can't, I can't imagine that Doctor Frankenstein in his old castle there had a memory data register up there. Um, it that seems like sort of 60s, 70s kind of nonsensical stuff. But anyway, zap, 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 zap. It's all going. The, the Kenestrick fan equipment, it, it actually looks like 
they haven't really they haven't set up the equipment, but it looks like they've gone into Kenneth Strick fans like storage unit. And just just put the actors and the and the gurney with the guy on it and, and brought the camera in, you know, because that's the way it looks. Because you you get these great shots of the equipment sparking and flashing, and it was really cool. But then when you see the equipment, it just looks like it it it, just, it looks like it's in storage. It looks like they they all crammed it in the corner of a warehouse somewhere, and it's just sitting there. They haven't actually put it out in a way to display it. Now I'm, I'm I mean it it it. it, it probably does not need to be displayed for it to work obviously it doesn't need to be displayed for it to work but, but what i mean by that is like with the way frankenstein's set up or the way it's set up in young frankenstein it's almost like look how showy this is and here it's the opposite it's like we've got showy stuff but we're refusing to let it be crazy um which you know it's a little odd um and they're in such a big weird room anyways like again where is this in this guy's mansion i mean it's like talk about high ceilings i mean whew uh so anyway um what oh yeah and and about halfway through the minute eddie begins to kind of shake now now i like his his his, you see his legs his new legs underneath the sheet shake and then you see um joe to sue himself kind of uh, kind of buckle and shake and 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 i at first i thought oh okay that's the the electricity or whatever the power surging through him and bringing the legs to life or or something like that uh but apparently it's a bad thing because winifred looks worried dr stein with these really goofy fun glasses i mean it's like it's like uh, Winifred has like like um like um you know like a uh, uh protective like glasses maybe you'd wear while you were playing paintball or something but Dr. Stein he's like I, I don't know like right out of Jules Verne or something his glasses and 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 apparently Eddie shaking like that is not a good thing and the minute ends with um uh Dr. Frank I I'm guessing giving Eddie a shot of adrenaline that that would be my guess cuz he's doing it right into the chest there and staring at Eddie through these big goofy glasses and then I can't quite tell I think Eddie kind of moves a bit and the minute ends with Dr. Stein turning and looking back at Winifred and and and, and Winifred and at this moment just in the same way I couldn't tell when he first started shaking whether it was good or bad I can't quite tell at this moment whether Eddie's okay or not um, now we know he's okay because he becomes Blackenstein, but at this moment I'm, I can't tell when he's turning. He's being like, "Oh, we screwed that one up," or "We got him back, Joe to Sue." And this, in this, we they call they call him Joe to Sleepy because he would constantly fall asleep on the operating table. I'm kidding, or, or am I? Oh, so there, well, that's about that's all that's going on in this minute. It's, it's a lot of crackling and um, a little um, peril, I guess. Uh, and so, so hopefully we can get some Blackenstein action soon. But again, as I said, we're at, if you're, if you're, if you're watching at home, uh, we're in the, the, the home video version, 35 minutes and 30 seconds. The shot with Dr. Stein in the foreground, Winifred out of focus in the background, Dr. Stein is turning around to look at her. And, um, I mean, I think, I think we can get on with it now, folks. I mean, I am, I am so glad the theatrical version is, is shorter and sharp. I mean, it's 78. Yeah. It's, it's what, nine, nine minutes. Um, yeah, nine minutes shorter. It's about nine minutes shorter, the theatrical. And I think you can really feel it, um, too, if, if you're used... To, as I've, I've said this before, but if you're used to watching the home video version... Again, I have no idea why they stretch it out the way they did. I, I don't understand the purpose of that. If if you only know that and you think it's, it goes too slow, do watch the theatrical. It's not, it's not the Fast and the Furious... 
but you can definitely feel if you're if if you're used to the home video, you can definitely feel the difference. As I said, when I saw Black Ascent on the big screen, one it confused a lot of people. The normal normally loud. I, I, again, I've said this before, but hey, I, I think I said this like thirty episodes ago, so I'm going to say it again. But like the normally uh, raucous, like New Beverly uh, Cinema Grindhouse crowd, they're normally they they get pretty really into it and they laugh and sometimes they'll yell and this that and the other. Blackenstein just they were just silent when the movie ended. Everything was silent. It was just like you look around and people look stymied, absolutely stymied by it. And um, and but there was watching it. That was probably like the fourth time I'd seen it, and the first time I'd seen the theatrical. And when I got to the end, I thought, "Wow, that was much. Um, that moved much better on the big screen than it did uh, watching it at home." And at that time, I didn't know the difference in the timings. So, so that is Blackenstein, and let us leave that and go to Frankenstein eighty. Uh, where our um, mosaic character um, has gone to see a prostitute. She's nude in bed with some money, and I believe mosaic has either walked out um, nude or is about to, and um, things might not go well for the prostitute. I feel bad saying that because I think... I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are some folks who absolutely love being prostitutes, just in the same way that some people absolutely love cleaning public lavatories you know um there's got to be you know it it can't all be like this is the only line of work i could do and i do it just to pay my bills um so so to say things are looking bad for the prostitute might be like an oxymoron um but they might not be maybe she really likes doing it i don't know she could be i I don't know um anyway frankenstein 80 listen to this Sorry about that, everyone. I just I just record them and play them for you. What was that? That was like 50 seconds of that woman screaming as Mosaic is on top of her, and it's it's not uh, it's it's not nice. You do get to see Mosaic's butt for a moment though, so there's something to uh, enjoy. Um, but that's just I mean, like I said, I think I've said that before, like with this one that Blackenstein doesn't seem terribly sleazy but it will have sleazy moments once black and Side starts rampaging but frankenstein 80 has a kind of sleaze to it from the beginning and this scene which is basically a a, a rape is not um is not fun and then and then about like three quarters of the way into it for about 10 seconds the quality of the picture drops on the blue and it says um and again we're beginning 10 seconds into each minute here um but the quality of the picture um uh, drops on the blue and it says at the beginning in German that more or less yes some some shots were taken from basically VHS sources so so the um, the I, I don't I don't know this what this cut is exactly what the like um, 
Well, for, for example, for example, what, uh, uh, what, what do I mean by that? Um, I like like the the sh- the moments is it's just her mo- more moments of her like screaming, and you could see him kind of moving around on top of her. It's like an extra ten seconds of that. So whether or not that was, I I, I honestly don't know um, if those were just um, if the print that they're using the 35 millimeter print that they're using for the blu-ray if it was just if if this was an actual like r-rated cut and the bits that we're seeing which are of of poorer quality um were were bits that uh were inserted back into the video release originally um i'd have to go find my my old copy of of the um vhs to see if if these bits are in there i honestly don't know um, because, like I said, with that it was it was unpleasant, but it's not it's not gore, and there was no. I mean, I think you may have seen her boob, um, but but there was no. There it was just it was just literally the the thirty five millimeter print had ten seconds of that trimmed out of it. Why I don't know, and I'm, I'm wondering it could, it could be something like um, the Mister No Legs Blu Ray film I adore. The print that was used for that was a French print, and. Um, and whoever, whoever it, it was that, whoever it was that showed the print, or or when it was sent to France, when it got there, the 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 person whoever it was, I don't know if it was the French censors or it was the person who showed it or whatever, they trimmed some bits out here and there, some moments of violence, uh, a couple moments of nudity, but then sometimes just little random scenes were trimmed out here and there to make the film possibly just shorter. So when you watch the Blu-ray of Mr. No Legs, you're watching it from an old French release print, and then every once in a while the quality will drop a bit where you're going to the VHS. So I don't, I don't know. Like that might be this. Like, like maybe the only print they could find was one that had someone had taken the scissors to it and, and trimmed some stuff out of it. Um, so I don't know if this is a ratings thing or a, so like an individual trimming it themselves kind of thing. But it's it it, it is a bit weird. I mean that it's an unpleasant scene, um, and the screaming really gets to you. But just the fact that they would um, just trim like the last ten seconds out um, is, uh, I mean, it's it's unpleasant. But it's not like we're not seeing anything hugely gra. There's nothing graphic going on. It's just it's just kind of unpleasant. So it seems a bit of a strange cut, is what I'm saying. And the minute ends with you see two prostitutes standing out in the wooded area and someone is approaching them in a trench coat and i do like it's kind of slow tonight how you doing it's like well maybe maybe we shouldn't be standing in the middle of the woods maybe if we stood on a street or somewhere and now i'm not i yeah i'm a little i'm a little vague on this this spot where the prostitutes are standing i think is like i said before i think is like right next to the hospital and right next to where the dr frankenstein lives so um so i don't think it's that far away but still they're, they they still do look like they're just standing in the middle of the woods and what whatever there's German prostitutes so they'll do what they'll do and we'll like it uh okay hot pants what else yeah there's it's I feel kind of bad because there's 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 a goofiness uh too when right before mosaic climbs on top of the prostitute she like sees the scars on his face and the scars on his chest and on his stomach and there's a huge scar running down his back and it's odd because she could I know he had the hat on. He was his his body was completely covered except for his face and like his neck, and and she she I know I know he had the hat, but surely she must have seen the huge scars on his face, and surely she must have seen like when he went up to when Mosaic went up to the first prostitute, she was like, no way, 
you know, and then she took his took his arm and, and led him away and never noticed those huge scars on his face. And um, um, yeah, I'm wondering like it's 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 interesting because I I would I thought maybe she noticed the scars on his face, but she needed to make the money so she wasn't going to let that stand in her way. But then she sees the scars on her body and she starts screaming and and um, I. I I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna play prostitute here. But um, I, th- th- I almost have the thought like, eh, you know what? If he's if he's got the equipment and it's working, you know, he just paid. Uh, I don't. I, I. I don't know. It's. It's just. It's. It's just weird to me that like clearly, he's a strange person. Clearly, he has huge scars on his face. Then we see the rest of his body. You see more big scars. Why is that the point where suddenly you can't take it anymore? I mean, he was—he's yeah. It just—it just—it just seems. I mean, I could see like him. I—I well, I thought what was going to happen was she was going to see the scars and maybe comment on it. He'd get on her and maybe start getting too violent, and she'd try to stop him, and he she, she'd stop screaming because she couldn't get. But it, but instead, it's just like, oh my gosh, more scars, and it's—I don't know. It's a little—it's a little odd. But then it's Frankenstein eighty. You know, if you wanted not odd, I don't know. We could all go watch Operation Dumbo Drop. Eh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, that, that's about it for this minute. It's not, not a terribly pleasant minute, um, but we'll, we'll see what happens in the next one, and maybe we'll learn um, uh, how the other prostitute is doing, the one who may be, you know, it's a little slow tonight, how are you doing, or whatever she says, and maybe we'll learn how she, the other one is doing. Why not? Maybe we'll learn all about them. Uh, so anyway, that is the end of this episode of 70 Friends of Frankenstein, everybody. We'll be doing minute 36 uh, next time. Be good to yourselves, be safe, listen to this. Music.